Welcome to Fearless Marketing for Life Coaches. I'm Simone Gray Soul, and I'm here to teach you how to get your life coaching practice fully booked without paying for ads, buying Instagram followers, or complicated sales funnels. It's not rocket science, and I promise you can do it too. Listen on to find out how. Hello, coaches. How is everybody doing today? I am well, and I am extra excited today because I want to tell you something really important. I think I get lots of questions from my clients and people in my Facebook group about what they should do when they feel exhausted, when they feel fed up with creating endless content for social media and posting on their personal Facebook, on their business pages, on their Instagram, on in other, other people's groups, just posting, posting, creating content, creating content, sharing, sharing, and then getting crickets or not getting the kind of responses they want or the, it's, it's coming too slow. You've been putting so much work, work into it and you've gotten nobody interested. Nobody's reaching out to you for consults. What is happening? And they're just at the verge of giving up or they're just slowly just getting more and more tired of it. And I've ha- seen this happen so much and I want to offer you a perspective of why, might this is, why this might be happening and how to fix it. What I want you to consider today is the difference between what I am going to call transactional sharing versus human sharing. I could also call it transactional posting versus human posting. But basically the point is you can either be transactional or you can be human. Now, when you are posting in a transactional way, when you're talking to people in a transactional way, it's very much like I'm here for a purpose. I'm here for my own agenda. I'm here to get something and I'm going to show up a lot. (laughs) and I'm going to, you know, give, give, give in order to get the thing I want. Have you ever been on the receiving end of when people like, send you a DM and they act like they want to become your friend, but they, act, but they actually just want to pitch you on their thing. Or you meet somebody as a friend, but then you're interested that, but you find out that all they're interested in is like getting something out of you, right? I think we've probably all experienced things like that. Um, whatever it is, even in like real life, right? We meet somebody in real life and we're kind of trying to like get to know them, open up to them. And it turns out they only wanted to meet you because of something. This is what, what I am calling a transactional way to show up. And we don't really, we're not consciously aware that we're doing this. We think, no, I'm here to serve. I'm here to give value. I'm here to just make connections and serve people. That's what we think we're doing. But if we're not, but but really in the back of our minds, it's like, okay, and then I'm going to get a consult, right? And then I'm going to get clients, right? And then I'm going to become like somebody that people, you know, look up to or somebody, somebody that people consider, you know, whatever people need to consider you ask in order for them to want to reach out to you, to work with you, to want to work with you. A really simple way to tell if you're doing this is to ask yourself, if I got no clients, if there was, if I was able to do zero business through social media ever, would I still show up? Would I still be showing up and serving? 
If your answer is hells no, that's how you know that you're actually showing up with an agenda, even though it's underneath this, you know, guise of this very well-intentioned, virtuous thing of I want to serve, but really it's like, I want to get a client, (laughs) right? And really it's not the showing up. It's not the creating content. It's not the posting that's making you tired. It's this having this unmet agenda that is making you tired, that is making you feel burned out, that is making you feel like social media is pointless, that all of your effort is wasted. Now, obviously, transactional doesn't feel good on the receiving end of it, right? You just feel kind of used. And when you are showing up transactionally, no matter how subtle it is, People can kind of feel it. People kind of pick up on the vibe, even though they probably don't process it consciously. They're like, oh, this person here is here to convince me of something. This person is here to like manipulate my impression of them. They want to get something out of me. And again, it's very subtle and it's most of the time it's unconscious. On the surface, even they might think that you're just here providing value, but at, at the energetic level, in a, in a subtle way, it kind of repels people for the very same reason that you're repelled when somebody gets to know you um, as a friend. It turns out they just wanted to, you know, wanted you to buy their multi-level marketing thing. And you're like, oh God, that's not what I thought I was in for, right? So that's transactional. Most likely why you're not getting the results you want especially when you are showing up so much or you're putting so much effort into it. If somebody wants something from you, it doesn't make you want to trust them more because they're being more insistent about it, right? (laughs) It actually kind of makes you like turn away even more. It's like, oh my God, like stop calling me. (laughs) Really important note. If you think that you might have been coming at it from a kind of transactional energy and Like if you are, if any part of your brain is like wanting to feel like you are wrong and if any any part of your brain is wanting to feel shame about it, I want to stop you right there. There's there's a no shame zone. Thou shalt not not shame thyself. I totally mangled that sentence. Thou shalt not shame thyself. I don't know why that's a tongue twister. I'm certainly not shaming you. And I wouldn't be here talking to you about this if I hadn't done this a million times on my own. And I learned through the hard way. Like, we all do this. The experience of being in business where you are feeling graspy and you want them to respond to you and you want them to like you and you want them to buy from you and take, you, you take action from that place. I don't know a single successful entrepreneur who has not felt that, who has not been through that and learned from it. So if you've done it, no shame zone. You didn't do anything wrong. Now this is just time for you to learn about it. It's fine. Like I'm telling you, I did this so many times and I was okay then. And what I was doing back then was useful. Like it's fine. Don't worry about it. Just like, okay, no big deal. Just going to make some different decisions now. Okay. No shame zone. You're amazing. Don't beat yourself up. (laughs) Now that I said that, let's talk about human sharing, human posting, showing up as human. Now, let's say you go to a, um, to a party and 
somebody shows up with an agenda, like, oh, I'm gonna be at this party and I'm going to get meet someone at this party who is going to introduce me to the CEO of the company that I want to be introduced to, right? And that person is kind of like going around introducing themselves and talking to everybody and like being charming, but really they're just really after, like they just want to be introduced to the CEO, let's just say. And that person is like, stressed and they're like wanting to pounce on like whatever advantage that they could see you know and they're kind of being weird of course right (laughs) not that much fun to be around whereas you just show up to the party because you're excited to see the people there and the people that you don't know you're curious like oh I wonder like who I'm gonna meet today right it's like a whole room full of cool people and I'm just making my way through the room talking to people right And if you're more of an introvert and this whole party metaphor is not resonating with you, then you can just say a book club. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever introvert friendly thing where you're still meeting people and you are just being you. There's no agenda. You don't need anybody to do anything for you. I mean, it's nice if people can do nice things for you, but that's not why you're there. You're just there being you. Just, just making, making um, conversation and just telling people what you're about, asking them questions because you're genuinely curious and uh, you're not under pressure to be a certain way or talk about anything in particular or to leave anybody with any particular impression of you because you don't have an agenda and you're just like, here I am being a person, right? And when you are sharing from the place of being a person, you're not under pressure And so people around you are also not feeling the pressure and they just feel invited into your world and it's natural. And the friendships and the connections that result from showing up as human, that's the real thing. That's what makes people be curious about you. That's what makes people want to be part of your world, lean in, learn more about what you do is when you just show up being human. Now, At this point, a lot of people might want to ask, okay, but how do I talk about work? How do I make offers if I'm just being human? Like, wouldn't that be like me talking about, wouldn't that be like having an agenda? Okay, so here's how I want you to think about it. You can be a person, you can be a human being who just really happens to be passionate about her work. In fact, that kind of is the truth, isn't it? You're a human being and you have a business, and the real you cares a lot about this business. And for example, if you um, were at a party and you started talking to a, say, a nurse who loves her job and loves serving the, the people that she works with at the hospital and is just so passionate about being a nurse and you met her at a party and she's talking about how, like, how, how she loves being a nurse, you wouldn't be like, oh God, why is she talking about being a nurse? You'd be like, that's so interesting. Like that's who you are, right? And you would ask her more questions about nursing, even if you don't have a need for nursing, (laughs) right? Or you might think, God, she's so cool. She's so really passionate about nursing. If I ever need medical care, it would be wonderful to have her as my nurse. Like that's what you would think. So you can talk about your work. You can talk about your offer from a place of like, this is just who I am. It's part of my life. And I find it really interesting and exciting as opposed to, oh God, I'm talking about my work and I hope you're going to be interested and become my client, right? That's just weird. And I think that's very much the way I talk about my work. It's such a big part of my life. I'm so passionate about it. And I just want to talk about it like all the time 
And it's, and I think it comes across as not like weird because I'm not weird about it. I'm like, dude, if you know me, like me talking about my business all the time, it comes like, is like part of the package. It comes with like who I am, right? So think about what that's like. And I gave you the nurse example because it makes you, makes it feel kind of neutral or, you know, it's actually kind of hard to think of examples where people are really excited about their jobs because I feel like not that many people are. But um, let me think. Okay, let's or, or or say somebody works at a bookstore and they love their bookstore and their bookstore is having a sale, right? And they'd be like, okay, look, I, I work at this bookstore. It's a beautiful, like independent bookstore. And I think it's the treasure of the town. And we just happen to be having this wonderful sale this weekend. And I'm just saying, it's going to be amazing. Like you should totally come check us out. You're not going to be like, oh, gross. That person's trying to sell me books. You'd be like, oh, that's so cool. I'm so glad they told me because that person isn't going to be like mad at you if you don't come to the book sale. They're just telling you about a cool thing that they're offering because they think you might be interested. So think about that energy and what it would like, what kind of thoughts you need to have, what kind of like detachment, uh, detaching thoughts, what kind of thoughts that create just you owning your own excitement, your own belief in what you're doing, um, where you can kind of show up and be a normal human being that you already are, right? (laughs) You don't have to try to be one. You already are a normal human being who cares about her work and who wants to talk about it. And just notice how that feels differently in your body as compared to when you are feeling like, oh my God, I need you to give me something as like, as part of this transaction, I'm showing up in hopes that you're going to give, right? And I think that when you do this, um, there is no social media fatigue. There is no posting fatigue. There is no content publishing fatigue or content writing fatigue because what you are doing, what you're sharing just feels like a natural extension of who you are and in the meanwhile you're just making friends you're building connections and you're just having a good time so here are some questions that i'm going to suggest you ask yourself in order to kind of find your way back into being human mode (laughs) if you accidentally ended up in a kind of graspy transactional mode so ask yourself these questions first What is true for me right now, right? What is the experience that I'm having? What's on my mind? What am I finding interesting? All of these questions are going to get you turning inward to the truth of your experience, to your authenticity. Instead of going outside of yourself to find what are they going to be interested in? What are they going to feel, find valuable? What's going to make them want to reach out to me? You just reach within and say, hmm, what, what is it that I'm thinking about? Because I think it's from Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, that I learned about this idea of following your fas- fascination, following your curiosity right? If you're a life coach, for sure, you're somebody who's very interested in ideas. You are a creative person. And when I say creative, I don't mean like you can paint or play music or something. You're a creative person in the sense that you enjoy like an interesting you know, interplay of ideas, right? Because if you don't have a basic curiosity about ideas and what it means to for us to have 
full lives and what, how to find meaning and how to be more fulfilled, you're, if you're not asking yourself these questions, then you would never be interested in being a life coach. But if you're a life coach, I know that you're a thinker. 100%. I know that you enjoy interesting ideas. I know that you enjoy the creation of new concepts. And you enjoy how, seeing how ideas rub together. I know that this is all true of you. And so while this is on your mind, you might ask yourself, I mean, you might give yourself extra permission to really follow that, that, that trail of curiosity. And like I said, Elizabeth Gilbert in her book, Big Magic, talks about how that is what led to some of the greatest creative breakthroughs in her life that led to some of the biggest um, successes in her writing career is where she just followed her curiosity. So in your social media expression, in your content, let people see you chasing your curiosity. Let people see you following your trail of fascination. Let people see you explore. Explore out loud, right? Instead of always being in a teaching mode or in a preaching mode where you're like, I want you to see, I want you to understand, this is going to make your life better. I mean, you can say those things, but... We often say all of those things, we get into teaching mode at the expense of letting people watch us think. You are a thinker. Please don't forget that. So following your own interests and your own fascination and and, and thinking out loud and inviting people into that process, right? That's one of the most powerful things you can do. So that's a great way to create content and to share from a place of being human instead of transactional. Another wonderful question to ask yourself is, what is something that I can say that would be so loving? What would I say if I'm coming from love? What would love say? I think love always has something to say. (laughs) especially if you're thinking of the kind of people that you want to serve, they want change in their lives, they have some kind of pain or conflict in their lives, what would love say? And it's often a very different flavor than what you would say if you are trying to like give them advice or trying to be helpful, right? When somebody just loves you unconditionally, what you get out of that experience is very different from if somebody's trying to help you solve a problem, right? Both are useful, but love is a kind of different thing. So just ask yourself that question, what would love want to say? How would I speak from love? How do I speak love to my people? And just kind of let yourself percolate on that, right? And I don't just mean by love like fluffy, you know, pink, you know, emotions. You can be very substantive. You can be You can deliver a whole diatribe with love. (laughs) You can, you know, rail against injustice with love. You can have a philosophical conversation with love. You can even give advice with love. I'm not saying don't give advice. I'm not saying don't solve problems for them. But I'm saying say it from love, say it with love. And I promise you it's going to come out so different in a good way. Third question that is so important and yet so so often overlooked is what would be fun? What would be fun for you? 
to post, to, t- to talk about, right? Because how we show up on social media, I really do think of it as like an art form. It's a creative project. It's an, it's an expression of how we want to be in the world. So why not have fun? Because you're probably, I mean, if you're like most people, you're probably showing up a little buttoned up, a little bit, you know, censoring yourself, a little bit wanting to be polite and not wanting to draw too much attention to yourself. And, and I'm not saying do it for attention, but, you know, what would be fun for you? What kind of thing do you find interesting? What kind of thing would allow you to feel lighthearted, engaged, right? Don't worry about asking people to engage with you. Don't worry about engagement coming back to you. When you're engaged with your fun, how do you show up? What do you post? When you're engaged with your curiosity, when you're engaged with the thing inside you that makes you come alive, how do you show up? Notice how so many of us skip that part. We forget to be engaged with the thing that makes us come alive. And then we're like, how come nobody's engaging with my posts, right? Go within. Do you notice how if you were always asking yourself, what am I fascinated by? What am I thinking about that's so interesting? How do I love on these people? What would I say if I were speaking from love? And how do I have fun? If you're asking yourself these questions, there is no way that you're going to get burnt out and resentful and exhausted and just want to give up on social media because it's kind of like you're almost showing up for you and not for them. And that puts you in such a more powerful, influential place. And it makes you somebody that people want to gather around because you are generating so much energy as opposed to just kind of looking over your shoulder all the time thinking, are people interested in me? Are people following me? Are people engaging, right? After this episode is published, I am hoping to see some different ways of showing up on my feed because I'm friends with so many of you and I follow so many of you. Let Let us all have a good time together. That's really what this is all about. When you're having a good time, people want to be around you. People want to work with you. It's a win-win. All right, my friends. See you back on social media. If you're not friends with me on, on Instagram, come get it. I'm going to post my Instagram handle in the show notes. Follow me and I'll follow you back and send me a message. Say hi. We'll hang out. It'll be fun. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next time. Have a beautiful day.